Today's episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Gamers Inn, your one-stop location for all your gaming needs. Located in Lehigh City, Utah, their fun and friendly staff will be more than happy to answer any of your gaming needs. Just remember, Gamers Inn, it's where adventures begin. Broadcasting live from the DCR studio. Oh, yeah! The Geek Revolution starts here. Excellent! Get ready for the number one hit geek radio show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Alright everyone, welcome to another episode of Dungeon Crawlers where Scott has decided to take Where'd a he break. Go? Where did he go? He, he just where took a break. Where did he go? He went did for he get, a Kit Kat bar. Did he... I thought he got lost in the Ecto Slime again. No, maybe. I don't know. He's pretty talented at going back and forth. It's almost like uh, making a trip to Home Depot for him, you know? <laughs> yeah. So well, like, I'll be on the time stream or, or the Ecto stream or whatever. I'll be back next week, Wait Anna. Minute, the It'll of, seem like five minutes to you. Isn't it the river of goo or something like that? The river of goo. The river of slime? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. in Ghostbusters 2. He's, yep. he's there currently taking samples to make sure that the ghosts don't come out and attack us. He also likes to kayak a little bit. Yeah. You know. goo rivers. He's probably communing with the spirits. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he's having a great time there. Does that need, mean we need to do an exorcism the next time he's on the show? Well, if he starts acting weird, maybe. He doesn't often get possessed. I'll bring White Sage. The, hey, there's see, wrong with that. See, it's, good too. it's a lot like inner space. He doesn't get possessed. They don't speak through him as much as they speak to him. Oh, okay. That kinda, explains kinda so own. much. So, yeah. Now, before we get into it, should we get some more Scott stories to embarrass him with? No. No. Oh, no, no. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll be nice. We'll wait till he's here, and then we can see his face go red. Yes. 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 And then he can fight back. And then we will we'll have a buzzer that will ring to end all of the stories the minute his hair or his face is as red as, as Daniel's hair. Sweet. That will be a nice little meter to go off of <laughs> how embarrassed meter. he is. He reached it. All right. So, with that said, we're going to talk about what has led up to the superhero renaissance. So, we're kind of in a renaissance right now with superheroes, with all the superhero movies, with Marvel, DC, all the wonderful TV shows that are out there, cartoons. Um, Almost a superhero revolution. Almost, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're in the middle of the geek revolution, I I would believe. Okay, yes, yes. yes. We're having a geek revolution amongst the superhero renaissance of the world. Yeah. Because Disney had one back in, you know, the 90s. Yes. With their renaissance. And now they're kind of having their second renaissance with all the Pixar stuff they're doing. Yeah, I I, I hate to say this, but I miss going to a Disney movie and it not being a cartoon. I really hate all the CG stuff. I I mean, it's it's enjoyable, but I want to go see a cartoon. I mean, Moana was great. But it would have been so much better if it would have been a cartoon, in my no, opinion. No, you know what my one of my favorite movies is that does not get enough love? The Princess and the Frog, because that is tradition oh. to the extreme, so, and it's so good. I, I, I didn't enjoy the story, but I enjoyed the jazz music. 
I love jazz. Oh, and, and let's be honest, Doctor Facilier oh, was awesome. Yeah. The villain jazz was really good. Was excellent, yeah, that's for sure. So, um, it. I mean, it was good. It definitely. It seemed like that was the last cartoon we got. It honestly was. And can you imagine how just even more gorgeous Frozen would have been if it was traditionally animated? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I can see why they went CG, and it was mm-hmm. still again. They're still good. I yeah. still enjoy them, but they I lost ju- an art form. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like now they're they're working on CG or live action. Yeah, and as well, cool as they're, Beauty they're, and the Beast looked, it and just Jungle didn't, Book, it didn't feel. I actually like Jungle, Jungle Book more Book. than the cartoon, which is really hard Me to say too, because actually. I love Baloo's old, old voice. Yeah. Oh yeah, and King Louie. Yeah. Christopher Walken as King Louis just didn't do it for me, and neither did his trying to sing that song. Yeah. Um, oh, Bill Murray was still sings? good. I mean, Ugh. Bill Murray was still okay as Baloo, but it just wasn't the same. No, but that but movie, movie was so was well done. Well done. It was good. I enjoyed Which it. Which gives me hopes for Lion King, I have to say. I am looking forward to Lion so King, but Lion I'm still King, holding judgment. Lion King I, is going to weird me out. Not going to. Yeah. Lion King was one of my favorites. Um, in fact, uh, you know, junior year in high school, we went down to Disneyland as part of our, uh, tour there. And that's when Lion King came out. So on the bus, we watched it all the way down, all the way back. I got a Simba, I got a Timon. I I loved that movie. The sequels after that made it worse. Mm -hmm. I I mean, even the music's good. The, the one and a half one they did with Pumbaa and like, you know, that whole scene where you see all the animals bowing, I, mean, I was like, all right, this is cool. They're respecting the king of the jungle. And yeah. no, it's just Pumbaa passing gas. It's like, what? Ruin an entire scene. But no. Anyways, um, so it, I, I just it's going to bug me. Yes, we got James Earl Jones coming back as Mufasa, which awesome. Yes. I mean, that's like having Darth Vader come back and it's someone else. It just doesn't work. So no. that when that day happens, Darth Vader must be retired. Agreed. Cannot show up ever again. Agreed. Um, but instead of Jeremy Irons being Scar, which he did a fantastic job, it's Hugh Jackman. Wait, what? Yes. I mean, Hugh Jackman is a great actor, great voice actor. I He's just, not a bad guy actor, though. I he doesn't have that bad guy voice either. I don't know if he can pull off Scar. Yeah, I, let alone who's going to play young Simba or old Simba, older Simba, because it's been Matthew Broderick. If they can get Matthew, okay, great. But Jonathan Taylor Thomas is a little too old now to do that young of a voice. I'm sorry, I'm flabbergasted. You know, let alone and he, they have to know, get you know, Timon and Pumbaa right I know, when it comes and, to and, the but those, chemistry. Those actors are still there, and they did fantastic. I mean, if you're going to do a live action, bring back the cast. I mean, I understand the younger Simba. Yeah, you can't really do that one, but. Well, I don't know. Yep. Jonathan Taylor Thomas doesn't look a lot older than he yeah, did. Yeah, but then. his <laughs> voice is his voice definitely his changed. His voice has definitely changed. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I have. Um, you know, and then yeah, bring in, bring 12. back Rowan Atkinson as uh, Zazu. Zazu, because you got to. I mean, that's the one thing that's kind of bugged me with something like, you know, watching Beauty and the Beast. Ewan McGregor, great voice. Obi Wan Kenobi, just didn't sell me as Lumiere. Neither neither did Ian McKellen as Cogsworth. Well, so, Cogsworth they could have gotten back, but Jerry or Jerry Orbach died in O two. Yeah, so. and, and I understand that they had to, they didn't have a choice on that one. They didn't, but it's like at the same time, I wish they had um, maybe not 
I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Ewan McGregor. Or they could have gotten a French actor. Yeah. There's plenty of French actors out there who are excellent, who could have done something. Um, You know who I actually thought could have been really fun in that? Gerard Depardieu. Yeah. I I don't know if he can sing, but I... He could have been really fun. Well, if they anything had could have been Walken better than sing? Pierce Brosnan in, in my uh, Mamma Mia, that dude cannot oh. carry it too. No. <laughs> now, now, is it just me? Am I the only one who, when I hear that there's all these live action remakes from Disney cartoons coming out, just kind of goes, "I'm not interested." I, I I'm the same way. Okay, I really I'm, I'm glad because I have doing, not seen a single one. They're doing an Aladdin one, and Will Smith is the genie. Granted, I, I heard about that. That's terrible. Granted, yeah, we know Robin Williams can't come back. But seriously, you could, Will Smith, you could get someone better than than that yeah. stale prince from you know, Bel Air. We got Dumbo. I don't know how they're going to make a Dumbo live action. Wait, Dumbo? Yes. See, and I, I'm wondering, no, I'm wondering when Peter's going to step up coming back. And, the, and when they're going to say, we deserve the revenue well, the animals alone, should be getting. Let alone we, we know that animals. Dumbo is going to be completely rewritten. Are they really going to show a scene where Dumbo... You know, gets drunk, gets drunk to the point where he that he hallucinates, hallucinates. Yeah. yeah. But my Dumbo, even though that is one of the my favorite songs from that. Oh, it, Pink that's Elephant, one of the Pink best. Pink Elephant on Parade. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're they're. It's like that's what the weird thing. Instead of coming but are up they even going to show content, him get drunk? Instead of coming up new content, they're getting rid of everything. They're just remaking it. It's like what? Yeah. Anyways. We're we're already like almost eight minutes in, and we haven't even talked about the rena- lead up to the superhero renaissance. Different kind of renaissance, Maybe, at least. Uh, no, this has a lead up. I think this actually feeds into it because we're just getting remakes. Yeah, actually, and it does so, when you think about it. And so the superheroes, yes, we've all heard the stories before in comics, but we're finally getting something—a new movie. Yeah. And so people are like, so if people are craving this. Besides the fact we've never really had a good. We haven't had a lot of really good movies. I think it started, at least in my mind, it started when we got the Michael Keaton Batman from Tim Burton. I think before then, Superman was okay, but it was still really cheesy with Christopher Reeves. Oh, oh yeah, it was yeah. so cheesy, but I still love it We're so much. I have every you, one Superman. of them, even, even Quest for Peace. But I don't have. I, I really like the cheesiness about those because they're, they're almost well, so true to the comic. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It stays true to the character of Superman because let's be honest. And at that time, car- Superman was a cheeseball. I mean, he was all about truth, justice, and the American way. Mm-hmm. He was that almost stick in the mud when it comes to him being like a moral compass. You know what I mean? He's like. He wouldn't do this. He wouldn't do that. Well, yeah. He had a girlfriend for, what, 50 years that he didn't marry? So, What, yeah. Superman came out with the late 60s, early 70s? Uh, no. Are we talking the movie? Or no, the are we... movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it came out in 77. 77. 77. There we go. Oh, damn. Yeah. See, yeah. and I, I, I kind of feel a like. A lot of stuff came out. Star Wars, Superman. Yep. Hmm, and what are my favorites? <laughs> now, <laughs> Interesting. Now, now, maybe Gee. it's just my opinion on this, but I, I honestly feel like a lot of the stories that came from that era have a certain cheese quality oh, to no, them no, that I you agree. can't get around. I agree. Superheroes at that time were, they kind of evolved from kind of being a kitty cheesy thing yeah. to more of a, wow, adults actually like this stuff. Yeah, Superman's definitely a product of the times, which is why I think personally Superman Returns failed because they were trying to do that same 70s. Well, no, I I, I completely agree. Superman Returns failed Brandon Routh, which is a great actor. Oh, he's a very great actor. Kevin Spacey, another great actor, because they tried to, instead of just going, hey, let's reboot Superman, they're like, oh, let's go off with Christopher, you know, or not, uh, Richard Donner's 
edit super cut of Superman 2. Let's ignore 3 and 4 and go from there. Superman had a kid with Lois Lane. Didn't know about it because he zipped off into space. Yeah. Came back. The world's lived without him. And go. And I, it would just, it felt odd. It felt weird. It I didn't find my essay. I have like a three-page essay yeah. about why the world didn't need Superman Returns. And yeah. here's the thing. Brian Singer, he's a great director, but I think Superman Returns was, A, he grew up with the Christopher Reeves yeah. movies, so it was nostalgic for him. But B, it was a love letter to those movies and not necessarily well, a love I, letter to the it character itself. I think no, it was, I don't think it was either. I think a lot of it was Warner Brothers and the writers. Because instead of coming up with something new, they just wanted to continue with the old, which I think was the problem with that. You know, because Brandon Routh did a great job in portraying. The story just was weak. Oh, I mean, he's it really a, was. There's he's two in ways. my top Superman actors, actually, surprisingly. Yeah. There's there's two ways I see I see them putting out movies, especially when they're redoing an idea. Yeah. They're either one, they either have a love for this, they have a good idea, they have a direction they want to go, mm-hmm. and they have something that they want to share they think contributes. Or yeah. two, it is basically a fishing lore for money. Well, no, and it I, is. And, and I think everything is and, now. And it really is and, at this point. Oh. I think uh, studios at this point... They're looking for how do we get money in our pockets? Because if something goes bad, they're looking for a new job. Oh, exactly. Yeah. It's not so they, okay, they need that cushion. This one failed. Let's bank. You know, how does this one look? It's really you have a and because these movies are such a huge budget thing. I mm-hmm. mean, if it fails, they're losing millions of dollars. I, I can understand that. I think they lost like what a hundred and fifty to two million dollars in Superman Returns. Yeah. See, but I feel like. I feel like a lot of times you can tell when the the difference between hey, this is somebody like Josh Whedon. Mm-hmm. You know if he's doing something, it's because he has something to contribute. He has an idea. Yeah. He has something to share, and it's going to be worthwhile. And you can argue the same with Christopher Nolan and Batman. Yeah, yeah. But then there's then there's always that movie that comes out though that that seems like oh we're a good idea, we're the new one. And honestly, honestly, uh, uh, James Cameron's Avatar was one of these that was a fishing lore. <laughs> It was, I mean, it was the biggest, shiniest, most CG'd fishing lore ever was, but there was no mistake about it. It was a fishing lore. Well, okay. In defense of that movie, I think it was something new. It, it was. Even though, yes, it was. Okay, the it was story, the newest lore. The story, <laughs> the story was lacking, but the it, was, it was new. Were gorgeous. It really was, and the visuals were gorgeous, that's true. But it was something different. It's something we hadn't seen before. Well, I will give it credit for that. And you okay. can argue that... I, I can't that, deny that either, because you're right. But... And you can argue that the cinematography of Avatar has kind of set the bar... It did. It, it really launched it the bar. It catapulted the bar, of which is why because, we have all these amazing movies yeah. now. But at the same time, he did the same thing he did with, like, Titanic. Built this huge story up, this kind of this weird love-hate story going on. Then realized, like at the last fifteen minutes, oh wait a minute! I'm this is supposed to be a war story. Yeah. Crap! How do I wrap this up? Oh, I'm just gonna blow crap up. Yeah. And do at it at least with a Titanic, lot. he realized that about halfway through. Here's here's something I found kind of funny about Titanic, um, is that he found out that the positioning of the stars, I guess, in one of the scenes mm-hmm. was was off. Yeah. From how it really was, so he spent a lot of money going back and having that changed up. Mm-hmm. Well, they've come out with new evidence 
That, that the it was the original way? About about the Titanic? No, no, not oh. about the night scene, okay. no. That the whole, re- whole reason the Titanic was traveling at such high speeds is because all the fuel in the bottom of the ship caught fire, all the reserves. So rather than shoveling coal into the burners, everything is on fire and they're a ticking Tom bomb. And they were trying to get to New York as fast as they could before they exploded. Oh, really? And because there was a fire inside the hole in the belly of the ship, it weakened the hole up to 75%, causing an iceberg that normally would have bounced off a ship to pierce the side. And they found this because of all the... the, the, No, burn there, marks and stuff. On my work husband will argue with that to Heyday because he is a mechanical engineer. Mm-hmm. Hi, Dave. It's actually the rivets. It's the rivets. The rivets were actually ma- not made out of steel. They're made out of iron, uh, uh, an iron okay, yeah. mix. And so there, I, I was actually watching a documentary on it. I can't and watch those. The so the steel rivets took up to almost three times the amount of pressure before they snapped than these other rivets did. So if they would have and it, they would have smashed into it, the still ones would have held. Not only that, the uh, the communication system at the time is so it was, it was all telegraph. But the, the Morse problem, code, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, they did the Morse code, but it was it was all telegraph. So they're they're tapping it the, the messages out. So the notice of the iceberg came to them, but anything that's supposed to go to the captain it, it is. Like, oh, the yeah, very beginning, it's supposed to be MHS or something like that. Yeah. And the one that notified him where the iceberg was didn't come out with that. Yeah, there, were, there was a lot of things going on. Yeah. I was just talking oh, about the, the new findings that they said they, from, they're finding yeah. scorch marks and, and, yeah. and, and there burn may marks have, right there by have, where Yeah, there may have been a, a, a fire. That may have also led up to those rivets failing. Um, not only that, there was a boat within two hours of them. Oh, yeah. But because... And, and they, he, they actually, the guy actually replayed because he, he had a, a section of traffic um, from that night that has been stored in the archives. There was like 15 other boats communicating all at the same time. So the SOS message was buried. Wow. And the boat, and there was a boat close enough it could have saved everyone. Boy. Well, and it's crazy. But they couldn't when, hear it. Yeah. Well, and it's crazy when you think about it because modern times we know all of this but yeah. again hindsight is 2020 and that's really what it is yeah. which again we're getting off topic there no <laughs> it actually leads into the same thing is we've been able to see what has worked and what has failed oh yeah yeah you know just like we did with the titanic we have with you know the superhero moves like you know there there was an amazing spider-man and there was a fantastic four they, they they were horrible i mean it was done in the Ugh. same way as batman where spider-man was climbing up and he's got his feet planted on the side of the building, and he's holding onto the, yep. the web, moving up. And, you know, people just didn't believe it. It just didn't catch on. Well, well and was, here's the it thing was a, about... It's a Batman Sp- effect. Yeah. That's, that's originally a, a... But it a, started there. And so they're like, oh, that worked there. Let's do it with Spider-Man, even though Spider-Man's supposed to be shimmying up. And then well, they kind of got rid of that. We can't and forget he, the Lois and Clark TV series in the 90s that did work that, that, that did was work. good but that it, was a again, very it was still kind of cheesy oh it was yeah. totally cheesy it's mid 90s what do you expect yeah. but at the same time i still loved watching it and mm. i love dean kane he's another one of my favorite supermans because he now this brings up another thing because i think another part of the renaissance is the character portrayals mm-hmm. like as an example the only time i for sure remember Clark being the person instead of Superman was Dean was Dean Kane. Yeah, well, no, they they definitely in Lois and Clark because it was Lois and, and Clark, Clark, not Lois and Superman. Yeah. They really focused on 
the human side of Superman, which is what the comics have done a lot. You know, Superman does go out and he fights the villains, but at the same time, he is struggling to be on an alien planet and And live an everyday life. As much as I love the Christopher Reeve Superman, I actually love Lois and Clark more for that reason. They focus on his humanity, which is what Man of Steel didn't do. Yeah. No, and, you know, Smallville succeeded on that. Oh, I love Smallville. I still wish we could have seen him in the Superman costume. You know, he actually did a new interview about that. Yeah. Within the last, like, month about that. I'd have to look it up. But, yeah, Tom Welling just did a new one. And, actually, I guess it was his and the original creator's decisions because when they came on with Smallville, it was no tights. No flights. No flights. Which is really weird because season two, he flew. No, season four. Was it four? It was four. Oh, wait a minute. You're right. Because he was Cal. Let the record show. Mackenzie was right. No, you're right because I remember season one is two. It was, like, Green Meteor Rock Fest. That's right. But. Because it was after he got out of. So High school. It, in the end, because the original creators weren't on the show anymore, it was Tom Welling's decision not to do the full thing because he was honoring the original view well, or no, the original I, I, Smallville. I, I'm fine with how yeah. it went about. I just and wish we could have him. seen him yeah. in the suit at the end when we really didn't see him. They also said that they thought about they talked to him about coming on as Supergirl, but in the end, they decided to keep the universes separate. Well, no, and. And I read the interview with him, and he really didn't want to do he it. He didn't want to do he it. He felt I think like he done. was too old, and it was a but lot. Man, is he turning into a silver fox? And oh, yum, a yum. lot different tone. Um, so what? I could go, girl. Don't judge he, me. He, but nah, he is coming back you. in Lucifer, which is a DC comic. I know. I need to get caught now. Here's my next question. Speaking of TV and okay. Renaissance, is Lucifer worth watching? Yes. Okay. Every second of it. That's good to know. So because uh, he's yummy too. I've enjoyed it, uh, which which is really funny. A lot of people don't realize that Lucifer, that TV series, is actually based off the DC comic. Lucifer. I did. I did know that. You know what? Um, and the guy that plays what's who's the guy that plays the lead detective in Psych? Um, oh. oh, James Roday? No, not not not. Oh, uh, Timothy Omenson. Yes. So he actually shows up in season two of, really? of Psych as God. Um. It's very interesting. He's got the full beard and everything like he had on Gallivant. Uh, yeah, it's very interesting. And you Trisha Trisha Helfer shows up as uh, Lucifer's mom. You know what I'm still praying we get in this renaissance is a Justice League Dark movie. I want... Are, that is in the plans. I know it's in the plans, but it's in, been in the plans since, man, er, for well, and it, years. No, I, it, it definitely is in but the, if the plans. And they're trying to get... Uh, is it Matt Ryan that played <gasps> Constantine? Please tell me yes, because that was my favorite I loved, episode. I loved that. I loved Constantine. Oh, that and was I loved him in best. Arrow I know, as when, Constantine. Yeah. And that was the best uh, depiction of Constantine I've ever seen. And here's the sad I, part. Keanu I missed Reeves all of it. Horrible. I wanted to watch it, but I missed it. And then I heard they had canceled it. I'm like, oh, well, how am I, I supposed to? I have the whole to? season. It's, it's fantastic. Oh, good. I want to borrow. Um, but I love seeing him come back in Arrow. And here's the thing. Yeah. I didn't feel like that one was a one-off or a throwaway. You know what I mean? Like yeah. sometimes these random characters mm-hmm. will pop up. But A, he's exactly what I imagine when I think of Constantine. Mm-hmm. And it was... <laughs> And B, he and Oliver were really good together, yeah. both in the past and in the present. Yeah, I that I, I wish they can bring that character back uh, more. Um, and if they can do it in the movies, even better. I want Satana. But, but the problem that we have, and Warner Brothers has this weird thing, is whoever is in the TV series can't be in a movie, which I think is stupid. That is. I mean, you but already have. But thanks to have, Jeff Johns. 
that's going away because they said um, Manu Bennett's version of Deathstroke. Deathstroke, thank you, would never show up again, and he was in this last season, last series finale. Be- yeah. Sorry, not series finale. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, he was in it because yeah. Jeff Johns is like, no, that's stupid. We're gonna. Uh, well, I really hope that becomes the case because. You have this fan base already for these well, characters and these actors. They said Superman and, would never show up on Supergirl. And why not utilize them into a film? I mean, it makes sense. Oh my gosh, the because I'm, the new I'm Flash. I'm still pissed I, about the I Flash. Like I don't like him. I don't. I think the one we have on TV is perfect. Well, what's oh, the he whole is point the best the guest star. It brings more people in to watch the show. Why not does. make that guest star a permanent star and then just keep that yeah. uprated? Well, I mean, of, I know there's a difference between movie and TV actors, but here's the thing. That's a bunch of bull because look who is in the DC Marvel TV universe who was in a lot of the movies. The Clark only, Gregg. The only way <laughs> I would say Bill that Bill Colson, he's yeah. been in everything. Yeah, the only way I'd say that there's a difference between movie and TV acting is when it's a sitcom in front of a live audience. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that's where a comedian thrives. That's where... You know, yeah. the, every, you know, that's that's a whole different story. I mean, that's there, different there are, type of there acting. There are a few that have been able to go, but they're not sitcoms. What these people right. are wanting. I mean, like Tim Allen, we've seen him in both. Yeah. But at the same time, he's not in a the TV sitcom. Has not gone to a movie with superheroes. That's a completely different game. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it really is. No, that ju- that's just a, a testament I mean, to to his his versatility and how he for can, sure. and yeah. his good acting. But, but yeah, I mean, we're watching these superhero movies. We don't want a superhero sitcom. We don't need a laugh track behind every well, joke no, I mean, or the lighthearted it's, nature. It's like, we want to see just an extension of that movie for like 30 minutes to an hour. Well, this is the thing. It would be like, okay, we watched the whole season of Firefly. Now, because they made a movie, they recasted everyone. Why? I, it, it wouldn't have worked. It would not have worked. That's the reason Serenity is such a great movie because we have the same it's actors exactly. playing the same characters. It's this, it's because they already they've already built up that tone, that feeling for that character. And it's going to just it's going to be on the big screen now. Yeah. It's going to be the same. You know, when they do the I, I just I, I don't understand when why When they change Warner it up, Brothers it's almost it. like they're asking you to accept a reboot as the original. I mean, okay, yeah. I mean, look at Marvel. We have seen Samuel L. Jackson Show up in it in Agents of Shield. Yep, mm-hmm. and he's still Nick Fury on the big screen. Why not make it work? I mean, it, really, it does work. We've yeah. seen we've seen it work already. And same thing with Agent Carter. Yeah, yeah. So this, I mean, there are so many great pieces to the puzzle that have brought us up. You know, we've had these past movies that have failed. We've had these old TV series that, for its time, were great, which we will talk about those mm-hmm. uh, in another show. Um, but I think it's just been little building blocks. But I think you kind of hit it on the head when we were talking off air before we started the show is all the people that fell in love with these comics and all the people that really love these characters are now grown up. They're now filmmakers. They're now writers. Yeah. They're now prop makers. They're producers, actors, producers. Directors. Now they're like, okay, I had this. I can do this. And they're making – some have failed. I mean – Spectacularly. Yeah. Yep. Others have done a fantastic job. I mean, Zack Snyder, I, I don't think was a good fit. Man of Steel was okay, but it wasn't – it could have been so much better, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Batman versus Superman, okay, could have been so much better. Yep. Some but of then the there's Wonder Woman, and but that Wonder is Woman, amazing. Wonder Woman was amazing. Yeah. I'm excited for a sequel. And, I mean, with all the, the news going on, with all the reshooting of Justice League, I really feel like because of – 
where Zack Snyder took Justice League. And now they're like looking at Wonder Woman and what succeeded and everything. They're like, uh uh, we got to change this like a lot. And so that's getting changed. So I'm because if they swing and hit a grand slam with Wonder Woman and then Justice League comes out and it's a swing and a miss, they're dead. Especially since they're they're coming out within like six months of each other, right? Yeah, so they really need to hit this out of the park. Um, otherwise, they're, they're doomed. Well, I mean, they really well, are. Well, Marvel's, Marvel's had a home run every time they've stepped up to bat. I don't know if they've had a home well, run every okay. time. But they've but at they've least had put a, someone on base. They've had a good, yeah, they've at least got someone on base. They've had yeah. a good, solid run. It's a good you baseball know, analogy. Um, a couple of you know sequels haven't been as great, but they've still That's been true. good enough. That it hasn't tanked them. Yeah, yeah, they still make money. Iron Man yeah. Two is still not my favorite. Yeah. Still Iron Man, Man 3. Two, Thor Two. I actually See, really enjoyed Thor Two. And, and on I the opposite it. side of the fence for both those, I like all the Iron Mans. I like all the Thors. And and that's okay. Um, I like Thor more when I like him more when he, he's when they play up his oh I'm what's the word I'm looking for. I won't say he's naive about the human world, but I like it more when they kind of do like almost the Superman thing where he's an outcast, but they mm-hmm. accept him. Yeah. And I kind of feel like in the first Thor, we got that. Yeah. And well, it, he lost all of his powers. And he got and then he that humanity. A, then he gets hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> and he got that humanity. Yeah. I feel like in Thor The Dark World and to a lesser extent, the Avengers, we lost that a little bit. But uh, no, I still enjoyed Thor The Dark World. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Uh, you know, it, so we've gotten we've got a, a, at least with Marvel, Marvel's really fueled this. I mean, they've had hit after hit, got on base or knocked it out of the park. They've really pushed things. DC, on the other hand, has really pushed it and knocked it out of the park with their the television stuff. Oh, they for really sure. Have. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, Marvel's struggling. And they're animated. As far as the yeah. movies Anything go, TV. I feel like they're floundering a little bit they more are. than they're They're definitely they're floundering in the movie section, which well, they have for years, to be honest. And I think they saw how well the Batman, Christopher Nolan movies did, and they're like, oh, this is what people want. They want that darker, grittier, well, human-like... Really, I mean, Batman is dark and gritty. That is yeah. the truth. There's yeah, the truth, can't get away but from Superman that. is not. That's, yes. And, and see, neither is Wonder Woman. Uh, I would point. beg to differ on Wonder Woman. Gee. I think, and I think that's why Wonder Woman, they, that's called the Trinity. Batman mm-hmm. is dark, Superman is light, and Wonder Woman's she that kinda... balance in the middle. She's both yeah. dark and light. That's why I think she that works so well. Yeah, because she's kind of the, the the counterweight between the two. If Batman wants to go too dark, Superman's of course no. Hey, we can't do that. She's the deciding factor, and they. But she's not as gritty as Batman correct. is. She she will stop. Um, but at the same time, she's not afraid to kill someone. You know, like the whole Maxwell Lord storyline where he, uh, nanobots or something, had taken control of Superman and was having him go out and wreak havoc. And Maxwell Lord had had it set up that the only way to stop Superman from doing this was for him to die. Yeah. Knowing that Batman wouldn't do it. Batman will beat the crap out of you but won't kill. So Wonder Woman did it. She snapped his neck on national television. Like uh, in the middle of a press conference, and then was this pariah. But she did what she, you know, she did what she felt was right to save Superman. Otherwise, yeah. they were doomed. Because if Superman's coming after them, mm-hmm. the end. Needless to say, fantastic See, writing. But and it, here's my thing with the whole Batman and his killing thing. Really, is putting somebody in a coma the rest of their life? Isn't that <laughs> arguably the same thing as 
Hey, he Death, did not pull the, the plug. Except the still building, still beating. <laughs> True, but in Batman's mind, he's not dead. He did not kill someone. Well, let's be honest. Batman ain't the healthiest mental superhero. That is in the that mental. Is, that is correct. Yeah. That is correct. Didn't we do How a show about that? Do we have about yes. him? I mean, that, that is correct. But <laughs> that's that's a line he won't cross. But in, if you want to go psychology now, you can argue that Wonder Woman's actually probably the healthiest psychological wise because she does know right from wrong. But at the same time, she's willing to go into the gray area yeah. if she needs I, to. Yeah, I, and that's what makes that character fantastic. That's what. I oh, I love her again. I I was in, hating in the her. Movie, in the movie, they showed that. Yeah. You know, she... Oh, I was hating her in the new 52. And yes, it might have something to do with the fact that she and Superman were dating, which I don't agree with. Oh, hey, so so have you read the new Rebirth stuff? Apparently they had a kid in that, that timeline and he's now in existence. Yeah. Very interesting. Can we Wonder move on from like that? Man, huh? Well, in the new Fifty Two, he wasn't with Lois. He, he they, they, him well, and the Wonder Woman. He hooked needs up. to be with Lois because Lois helps keep him grounded. And it, well, Lois is in the is new Fifty Two. Lois is the kid? one that outed him, and then he had to become Archie or whatever. No, I'm I'm aware, driver. but yeah. still, I I do not agree with the new Fifty Two in any way, shape, or form. The that new was the 52, dumbest thing ever. The thing I liked about the new Fifty Two is the new uniforms that all the characters had. They looked more like armor. Superman got rid of the red underwear over the pants. I like, I really That's, liked the costume. We're talking design, though, not yes. character. Yes. It's design story. Wise, design wise, Jim Lee did a fantastic job. I will agree with you on that, but the storylines and the characters. Stories. It, it lost a lot of they the did. humanity. They, they really messed it up, but that's because. But of I was the seriously hating Wonder Woman yeah. for a while. Yeah. No. And which is stupid, but I just, I did not like how they were writing her. I like, I don't want to call her naive. But I like it when she is, let's say, ignorant mm-hmm. of mankind's world because she's, she's been sheltered. She hasn't been part of it, yeah. Yeah, she hasn't been a part of it, and I felt like they lost that. No. Well, and, and they did because they were saying she just barely showed up where, as we see in the movie, yeah. she showed up around World War One, And she saw yeah. the she's, worst of humanity. And she saw the worst, and she's been there. Yes. You know, she, she realizes she has to love them for their weaknesses and their greatness. And, which is what I really loved about the movie is they really focused I'm going to on, see it again tonight. on that aspect of the character. And I was so happy they did is because that's where she gets her power. That's where she gets her strength is for accepting humanity for as broken, as flawed as they are. Where the rest of the Amazons are, they're flawed. They're broken. We can't trust them. We can't deal with it, any of them. And she's seen above that. So, And, and that's where we kind of – that's the problem we have. Batman always sees them as these horrible people. It's all black. It's all Superman black. Superman is all light. White. You must see the best Humanity of everyone. Humanity is the greatest. You yeah. know? And you then, know, we, yeah. We have to, we always have to look at the, the greatest thing. As Wonder much Woman as he hates Lex Luthor, he always wants to save Lex Luthor and make him a better person. But, and going back to Smallville, I really love Smallville for that reason because you kind of saw a reasoning in that universe as to why he always hoped Lex would go yeah. no and, and that, that was, that to was the a man great he knew. story arc because oh, it's it was like perfection they were friends they were buddies and he really wanted was, to pull him from the darkness you could argue saw Lex him. was the yep. was the big brother that he never oh, yeah. had yeah. yeah no so I and especially and, and in the and early that's why, that's why we have this great counterbalance that is Wonder Woman and I think we have this renaissance now because everyone has seen those points and they're bringing it together all right we're out of time we've gone over um, there, didn't we? We, we did wander a little bit in the beginning <laughs> but i think it all 
It all came back together, together eventually. It, it did come together, even with the Titanic and Disney. You know, so give us your thoughts, give us your opinions, what you think, why we're in this renaissance, how, what you think about it. Or is it awesome? Is it amazing? You think it's just a bunch of crap? Whatever. Uh, let us know. And until then, we'll catch you next time. Bye. Toodles. Are you a fan of Dungeon Crawlers? Then it's time for you to level up your experience. Download our episodes that are released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And not only that, we want to hear from you. We want to know who you want to hear on the show. What author, what celebrity, what game designers you want to hear. Not only that, we also want to hear what you like about the show. So, with that said, please reach out to info at DungeonCallersRadio.com. Email us on Twitter or Facebook. And let us know what you want to hear on this show. Because we want it to be as much of your show as it is ours. So, with that said, we're out of here. And we'll catch you next time.